Good morning, day or night, wherever you're on the world. Welcome to the Surviving Drive Podcast. Today, we will be discussing some reserve driver futures. This is your favorite source of American-based F1 conversation presented by me, Alex, and my co-host, Tyler. Let's race into it. Put an F2. Something like that. <clears throat> yeah. Um, today, we're going to discuss... What are we discussing today? Some reserve drivers and their yeah. potential futures. Maybe not even reserve drivers, but some drivers that are looking, have their eyes set on the Formula One grid. Yeah. Let's start you off. Got them listed up here for me. Let's start off with some new news that Alex Pillow and Pato Award will compete in free practice sessions for McLaren later this year. Classic. Quote, Zach Brown, I am absolutely convinced that they both have F1 potential. Which I think is a quote that we've not only heard for, from Zach Brown, but everybody. Helmut Marco as well. For a few years now. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm going to listen. The only way I could see, they're not going to be in McLaren unless 2025 comes around and Lando signs with Red Bull and that seat uh-huh. opens up. Or Ferrari. Or Ferrari. Or Mercedes. Or, <laughs> or literally anyone. Any of them. Unless Lando leaves, him and Piastri are going to be there, which I don't think they're going to leave. I think him and Piastri will be there for, I think it's going to be like a bodice lowest thing where they could be there for if it goes well if they're doing well four or five years so i see after hamilton leaving mclaren has the the next best lineup yes. right now given piastri's slight uh experience yeah, next year is probably better right now yeah oh d- definitely right now as a as a driver pairing they are i think mclaren is so well set up with the future two younger drivers i think once yeah once lewis leaves i think they'll have the best future prospect exactly yeah and i and i think they have the resources to get behind these two drivers as they are doing right now and both of them are performing so well with it like we see piastri obviously making one small mistake it was his what 11th 12th race yeah and and, you know what second race with a good car yeah so i think those two drivers are pretty well locked in. As far as Alex and Pato. Just them, prospect to get on the grid, do I think they're going to make it? Yes. How, like next year or like ever? Probably ever. I think ever is probably what they need to do because next year there's not going to be a ton of seats. Um, I think they're getting experienced in their own yes. formulas though. And yeah, ever. Um, I'm going to say one of the two. One of the two will get a seat at some point at some lower team. And fumble it? Um, I that's, don't know. That's I'm, the, I'm not going to predict beyond that. That's <laughs> the sentiment that I'm hearing I'm here. Predict, I'm not going to predict on that. I just think one of the two will get a seat at a lower team. Yeah. At some point, uh, who's younger? Uh, I believe Pato's. Yeah, I think I would. So I'd go Pato then, probably. Yeah. I think younger. I think he he would probably be the one out of the two to get a seat. But I I don't know. I mean, at the same time, they've been doing both well in Indy, mm-hmm. like. It feels like McLaren has the least developed. I mean, I guess you got teams like Haas, mm-hmm. Williams, that are just mooching off other teams with Ferrari and Mercedes, yeah. respectively. <laughs> but it feels like McLaren has a real lack of young driver program. It's it's more of a the, like yeah, Zach used yeah, to say the the driver pool pool. Yeah, because they it's like they don't have a like a program for F one. It's just like whoever's on McLaren, they'll race in other race categories. Yes. Not F1. And then we'll evaluate them that way. Yeah. But then in the end, they just like, oh, let's just take this guy from who's reserved driver Alpine. Yes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Which is the right decision, obviously, out of what they did. But yeah. still, it is it is kind of funny. I don't know. Yeah. So 
I think there's two. Like, I have two thoughts now. I think if I had to guess, like maybe one of them gets in, but at the same time, like McLaren is not good with their own internal people. Yeah. At like getting them into F1, I guess. I mean, Lando would be the only one. They ha- they've just had a setup for a while now that. Yeah. I mean, Lewis Hamilton came into McLaren. Yeah, that's true. So it's not like they don't have a driver program. Yeah. It seems like right now they're just so overfilled with talent in that highest level of driver yeah, program. There's like no need for them to do it. And that they're, they're so confused. Young. Yeah. And I think it's some of those things too. It's like, do we raise resources on this mm-hmm. when we could be pumping it into the car because we got two good drivers ready? Exactly. So and I, I think, I, yeah, I, can I think see they're making both. the right decision. Yeah, I think so too. I could see neither of them ever. <laughs> yeah. That's one also. I mean, it's not like they're not having successful No, that's, that's the point too. If they're having successful careers and like, I get to do a free practices for you to them here and there. Have some fun, yeah. I, I, Listen, if they don't want to do that and want to be full-time, I'll gladly take that role. Yeah. As a McLaren reserve driver, I'm more than happy to just sit there and do a free practice, one free practice this season. I'm fine for with sure. that. I'd be fine with that. At about 12% pace. Yeah. It would be <laughs> yeah. perfect. Just cruise around. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The next reserve driver uh, or potential reserve, I don't know what we're, what we're even calling this, Frederick Vesti will drive for Mercedes at the Mexican Grand Prix. He is second in the Formula 2 championship right now. Yeah, so he's, and there are levels to this, right? In terms of levels, like, and I I actually did look this up once. I think Formula 2 is actually ahead of IndyCar on the yes. Super License points. It is. So it's valued higher. So he's probably the closest of, except for people that are other reserve drivers. Like, in terms of active drivers right now, he'd be one of the closest because he's at the top of F2. Yep. Uh, how old is he? I mean, you could tell me he's 45, I believe. I don't know why I think he's old, but he feels old to me. I don't know. I also, for some reason, thought Frederick Vesti was in MotoGP for a while as well. Uh, there's <laughs> certainly Fredericks. Yeah. And... He just sounds like a MotoGP kind of guy. Tyler's just some great podcasting here. Tyler's looking up how old he is. We got to do our journalism here. He is 21 years old. Frederick Vesti's 21? He is, yeah. I thought he was like 34. No. <laughs> um, you know, I don't... Okay. He's in Mercedes Reserve Program, too. So I'm going to say yes, he does get a chance because there's literally no one better at getting people seats in F1 than Toto. Yeah, that's very true. So Even I'm if gonna, it's not... If at, I had to just... Like, if you told me to bet on it, like, I would probably bet that he gets in. Maybe not in the next... Maybe it's a couple years on the road. He's only 21. I mean, Toto got to Vriesen at 28. Yeah, So just for fun. Just for fun. Just for like, a little bit of a season. Um, he got Ocon back in. Who's the Frenchest person to ever exist, and you got him back into an F one to now lead a team uh, to lead a team now. He he technically poached Albon to put yes. Albon and Williams. To put him Red Bull, he's probably gonna get Mick back in. So mm-hmm. I'm gonna say yes. I will say yes. At some point, he will race in Formula One. He will complete a Formula One race pre or post 2026. Post. Yeah, I think I'd agree. Post. Maybe at 2026. Yeah, I think there will be a big shakeup at 2026. Oh, I think there will be a huge shakeup. That it's year. a big commitment. As a, an older driver, which we have a few now, and a, you know quite a few getting there as well towards retirement, it's quite a commitment to learn a whole new gen yeah. spec of cars. So I think it'll be a big shakeup, uh, and, and potentially two more seats, or even four more seats speculated by twenty twenty six. Oh, yeah, I think the bunch. Like I don't know. Think of. Did, Quickly off the top of your head, name the people that for sure be here in 2026 still. No, I'm saying like, four extra seats yeah. as in two more teams. Two more teams, yeah, yeah. But I'm thinking even beyond that, there's going to be a lot of the, a lot of the bottom teams will clear house. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Let's move on to our last one. Felipe Drugovich. Aston Martin Reserve 
reportedly in talks to join Formula E with Andretti for the 2024 yeah. season. Now that puts some spice in it because if Andretti's joining Formula One, yes, Drogovic might have to yes. uh, decide between an Aston Martin or Andretti. Yeah, so here I think this is going to be it's going to go one or two ways. If he if Andretti gets in Formula One, I think he will get a seat with them. Mm-hmm. If they don't get Formula One, I think he's going to get the Vries treatment. He's going to be always on the yep. outside looking in. That's my exact thoughts. That's I don't think we'll ever get into Aston Martin because Alonso will be there forever. I yeah, saw Alonso will be racing when he's sixty five. So that's once he's taken and Stroll owns the team. So I saw some rumors today. That Lance Stroll is getting bored yeah. with Formula One. Yeah, well, Crofty was saying stuff like he just seems out of touch and like maybe he'll pull a uh, Latifi. Yeah, and go get his masters. Oh, that's true. Get a degree. Yeah, just for fun as a billionaire. Who knows? I don't know. If I was a billionaire, I'd tell you what I wouldn't do, and that's go to school. <laughs> <laughs> Or work, or I work. guess. Yeah. I wouldn't do... I would just go to the races for fun. Yeah. I would invest in the team and just go to the races for fun. Yeah, that's out. pretty much what Lawrence does at yeah. this point. Yeah, um, yeah I mean, I, yeah. I think if he gets to Andretti, and Andretti gets his thing, I think he would get a seat. I think he'd be in prime position to get that first seat. Yeah. Um, if he does... If Andretti doesn't get a team, then I think he will forever be on the outside. He'll do a little Formula E. Yeah. He'll do a little... Uh, he won't dabble enough to do a little Formula E... Uh, maybe a little DTM, like mm-hmm. it feels. Little Le Mans. He'll, he'll probably it would be peak him to like win Le Mans. Like that would yeah. be probably something he'd do. Well, Giovinazzi, go to IndyCar action. and maybe win the five hundred, but never get into that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's fair. I mean, we could see Giovinazzi doing the same thing. That's even though true. he had his little. Stint. He has more world. He has more championships. That he has. Is he more successful than Leclerc Ferrari? I, I mean, <laughs> it's hard to argue. He's closer to. It's triple. hard to argue. <laughs> uh, one thing I just thought about is. How much has the Formula One paddock changed to where we have these like staple young drivers just hanging out around a team garage just to be their like poster boy for their young driver program? We had Piastri who was just paraded around the track by a team that he stabbed in the back all time. Well, they moment. kind of stabbed him in the back too. With the, yes, yes, yeah, it was a, they it was did. a neutral stabbing. <laughs> no, thank you for the graphic yeah. uh isn't it interesting though to think about yes. the fact that instead of you know the drivers on the grid don't even have the time to be paraded around as much anymore yeah to where these young driver programs are really being built up talked about and and shown off in a way that it's kind of you know youth when you think of a team in some occasion like when you thought of alpine you thought of Piastri for a yeah. while there. And then when you didn't think of Piastri, you thought of Jack Duhon because they just felt like they, they had to change they something. They had to change it and talk with somebody. So it's really interesting, especially driving the, or watching the F1 TV stream. They, yeah. they always have the, the young drivers on. Yeah. So it's a really interesting change to where you know we're thinking so much about the younger drivers and yeah. potentially watching them a little more in their respective categories. Yeah, they're doing a good job of broadcasting the lower categories more so mm-hmm. far. I know we can talk about this in another episode too, but they, um, like the F1 Academy, like the women's one just yeah. signed a thing to like be on televised for all the weekends going yeah. forward. So, I mean the, the amount of progress that Susie Wolf is yeah. out here putting in. Well, unbelievable. The, the Wolves are, they run the streets. I don't, I think it's going to be and this, this might, I don't know. This is kind of, I got, I don't know if this is a take or not, but I'm just going to say, like, by the time they're done in it, I think they will be like the, 
Mount Rushmore of Formula One people. Just the two of them. The Wolves. I they ha- they'd have to be right. And Lewis. And, ter- and like yeah, I would think if you're putting, I'd put two like if you just combine them into one person and just say the Wolves. Yeah. Like if you had to make a Mount Rushmore, and this is this is gonna make you not happy when I say here, but. The Mount Rushmore by the end, if I had to go, like if you'd go to me twenty years now, so you put a Mount Rushmore. Top let me let me years, mute my headphones for um, a second. It's gonna be the Wolves are gonna be one spot. It's gonna be Lewis. It's gonna be Max. <clears throat> uh, yeah, he just called. <laughs> it's gonna be Max, and you probably yeah. agree with that the way it's going. Oh, that's fair. And then I, I for now it'd probably be Schumacher still, but I don't know. But like that would be my in terms of how they transcended the sport and brought popularity to the sport, and it's a very current take. Yes, I know it's a very current take, but. At the same time, too, that's people evolve and get better, and like, yeah, this goes into a whole other argument. Like, this is you know, I and it's different in all sports and stuff, but like, I'm not, I'm not gonna get too deep into this, but like, the drivers now are better than the drivers in 1950. They just are. The, the, no, that's a take. There's more training, there's more. They were smoking cigarettes before the races in the 50s, hey. even in the 70s. James Hunt was smoking cigarettes before the races. They're healthier now. There's just that's. That's just how it is. That's how life is. People evolve. People get better at sports. That's just how life is. I'm not going to argue that. That's that's people can argue with the brick wall right behind you. <laughs> anyone who wants to argue that that the things you know, anyone wants to argue any of that type of stuff, right? Talk, like, to, the, talk to the hand. Kind and of this is kind of getting off top. Yeah, but like, come on. If you dropped me and you in 1950, I'm dribbling circles around Bob Cousy. Like, get out of here. I'm dribbling circles around Bob Cousy. Um. Anyways, back to my point though. <laughs> I think. I think the Wolves will be at that point where they're going to the, Hall, Rushmore, the Hall, F1 of Fame, Hall of Fame. F1 Hall of Fame. But for sure. Back to the original original point of this, yeah. which was <laughs> um, them broadcast, like, getting to do a better job of doing I feel like a lot more people who are fans of the sport, I'm not going to say a casual fan, but just yeah. fans of the sport. Like We obviously know a lot of the reserve drivers and the yes. few drivers and a few drivers because we're very into it. But I think even the, like just to decent fan of F1, someone who yeah. watched all the races but maybe doesn't watch F2 or pay attention, Would if you said, who's this, and showed him a picture from Liam Lawson, or uh, obviously DeVries, but like Jack Duhon, like any of these people, like I think they would might be to know who they are now. Yeah. And like you hear a lot more about like Iowasa and like all these different drivers, and I think that's a good thing for the sport because it's, you're bringing in the, it's almost the equivalent of like how sports are here with like NFL in college, like knowing mm. who's up and coming and like yeah. who's going to be coming up and like who could be a good prospect, like all that type of stuff. I mean, just call it the NIL Young Driver Academy. That's true. Yeah, do we have NIL for them? Should, I don't know. What? How? How? Listen to this take. How sick would That's it be? Here. How sick would it be if like all the colleges here like got like an F one team? Like yeah. it, it would be like one driver per school. Yeah, and like they competed in like an NCAA F one thing. I mean, Tell me you wouldn't watch that. Tell me you wouldn't watch that. I would watch it. I, I just know for a fact that it would be a NASCAR series. It would not be. I'm saying it would be like, F1. I'm saying. I mean, if it was an F1. World, if it was, it was an F1. Some kind how of. How sick would that be if there was in the divisions, like the Big Ten electric. played, and they all raced each other. They just had races the Big Ten did all year for yeah. points. Yeah, it'd be And electric. then, like, the top four drivers went into, like, a playoff, just like football. Mm-hmm. And then, like, those four drivers raced in, like, heats, basically. Yeah. Like, time trials, like, quality laps. To advance and then like I don't even know how I guess it would be four drivers like enough to make a grid but twenty drivers I guess I mean we could get so, we could get so far like, down this yes I agree I think that would be that electric. would be sick it that makes would be you so sick it makes me think like F one is obviously such a global sport such an international sport 
Isn't it kind of sad that all of these teams are based out of Europe? <laughs> I'm gonna make a. I was just gonna make a, another hot take here. Oh, what if we? What if we just made our own F1 here in America? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> just, I mean, we've we've already like I'm just, I'm not saying this is actually gonna happen. I love F1. How it you is. You gotta stop. I do agree. <laughs> you stop. Somebody needs to cut this. Man I off. do. It would be. It, it will be sweet when Andretti gets a team and it's based out of America. That would yeah. be actually pretty. I mean, awesome. it probably won't. Be. It would make yeah because of traveling. It would make sense. But how electric would it be if we just made our like how America would it be if we just made our own F1 and it had way more viewers for it and like had a college system and just like completely took it over and just like made it the NFL. I mean, that's kind of what IndyCar is, no. But F one, I mean, yeah, not circles, not racing in circles. Yeah, but they they do tracks and stuff here and there. I'm saying the whole season. Yeah, twenty like literally we just it's copy, like the NASCAR Cup series. We just copy what F one did, but just make it better somehow. <laughs> just without like Massey. You know, I think. Yeah, I mean, we have this idea. Let's just let's put a pin in this, and then in <laughs> in ten years, it's never take it in out. In ten years, when me and you are in the booth, like Crofty and. Whoever else is normally with him, um, it's, I guess it's rotating. Or if Alex, let's, me and you are out. I'm Alex Jakes, and you're Crofty. I mean, ten years from now, we're calling American F1. We're the ones because we. I, I said right now this idea in here. Here's in another. Room. Here's another thought though. I mean, how soon until we just have twenty races in America? I mean, there's that's true. Too. It went zero to three. Yeah. In no time. I mean, yeah. I I think every state would be alive. Like if they did one in like just every state, just like a fifty race season. Like no, they rotate. So like it was like only races here, like twenty five a season, and you just flip the states, right? Like yeah. The Wyoming Grand Prix, the <laughs> Maine Grand Prix, the Vermont Grand Prix, like these states that no one even listens to i mean you'd have your popular ones right you'd have your big your big popular states where you have like, like the new york like new york city grand prix ohio grand prix ohio grand prix like you're very popular ones that everyone will tune in and watch <laughs> but <laughs> this is so off <laughs> off the rails right now um i think it's been good though because i've i'm just not we picked a random podcast topic and we just let it let it loose and then it's gotten real loose it's gotten real loose but like i did never thought of how I'm I'm not saying it's after to happen and I actually want this to happen, but how American would it be for us to just take the sport and make it our own? Like that's something we would 100 percent do. Yeah, I that's something we would 100 yeah. percent do. Well, I think it kind of already exists, though. So. That's I mean, yeah, they have NASCAR and IndyCar. That's the problem. That's if they the wanted problem. to make it, if they wanted to make it better, like you are all over with hot takes now. Well, we uh, have we have. Do, do you disagree? This is, do you... this is quote Alex Grassi. We have. IndyCar, we have NASCAR, and that's the problem. Well, yeah. I mean, disagree with me. You think NASCAR, IndyCar are better than watching F1? We're getting canceled so you think fast. Right those now. are better than watching F1. IndyCar has uh, it's IndyCar a lot has of fun. Its, moments. it's all different. You're I telling mean, me you'd rather flip on? It's all for a different crowd. Daytona 500 over any of the races in the F1 calendar? Absolutely <laughs> not. Absolutely not. Anyways, back to the reserve drivers here. We got really off topic there, but. I, I started to get ideas in my head, and I just had to let them loose there. <laughs> um, let's pull it together and sign it. off. Yeah. Well, well, you know what? No, you give me one. Give me a hot take. A hot take? Just for the future about something related to F1 that is off the wall. Uh, uh, Total Wolf sells his investment in Mercedes and becomes the head of the FIA. <laughs> that's a good one that's what i'm talking about that's a great that's what i've never heard i never even thought about but i could see him i, I could see him being the head of f1 i could see him yeah. selling his 
I could see him selling his stake to expand on your take, selling his stake Mercedes, which is a wild thing. I don't think that he would ever do, but he no. could. If he did, and then buying a majority stake in F1 and just the Wolves just own F1. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, think that would be peak. Imagine he did it while Horner was still the premier at Red Bull. And that would be owned F1. That would be the moment that Red Bull withdraws from the yes, championship. Yes, they would withdraw from the championship. Like that's, see, these are the things that we, when we let loose like this, we get these great takes out. Who's who else on the internet is saying? There's a reason they don't say these things. Who else on the internet is saying the U.S. should make their own Formula One or Total Wolf should sell his Mercedes shares and buy the entire F1? Who else is saying that? We're supposed to be accountants with sound financial advice. Whoa, it's not. That's not a sound financial advice to sell your share. I don't know about me. Okay, <laughs> you just got to crunch the numbers. Yeah, big tech true. guy over here. Yeah, big. As t- <laughs> Tyler always calls me, big tech guy. Anytime there's something wrong with this computer, I'm the one that has to figure it out. Um, any other <laughs> reserve driver thoughts? Any other reserve driver thoughts? Like just general thoughts about reserve drivers. Like I feel like, like I said, they've done a better job of broadcasting them and showing them off. I think some I think of these. I one, think I do. That one thing I will say is I think some of these programs, which I think their Red Bulls actually changing. I've gotten too big. Mm-hmm. There's too many people in a reserve driving program, and Red Bull said they're going to slim theirs down. I feel like it gives, like, not false hope, but, like, it gets these kids involved early when it's like, oh, like, Red Bull has 60 junior drivers. Like, obviously, only a, one or two are going to make it to F1. Like, what do we... Let me give you a hot take. Oh, boy. I love the driver pool that McLaren does. I think the idea behind it is great. Oh, I like the idea behind it because you keep them racing. You just get... Being... You... you, you Find and support these drivers young in their career. Maybe yeah. not, you know, as young as Red some Bull. have, but yeah. you get these drivers so young in their career. You get them committed to you as a team, and then you promise them that they will continue to race. That's a great. That's great. No, prospects. Yeah, that's, that's a great, great deal. I think it's a great idea, right? It's not. You're basically being like you might get an F1 seat, yeah. which is the same thing you're telling the reserve drivers. Yeah. But instead of putting them through all these levels of formula and, or them not racing at all and just being this reserve driver at, at X level, yeah. you're letting them race and gain experience across the board in a bunch of different racing categories. I mean, you're only going to get... And excelling and being successful, right? Like You're only going to get better at setups, at the engineering aspect yeah. of things by seeing a vast variety yeah. of, of racing. I think the where they go wrong on occasion is where they, you know, make promises or make uh, some form of media statements yes. to say like they're gonna be in a, they're, these indie car drivers. I could really see yeah, them on the grid yeah. here, pretty like That's those kinds of things yeah. are not healthy for the drivers yeah. because they need to focus on what they're yeah. actually racing and especially for the drivers that are in Formula One, they don't need to be here hearing about this thing. No, I agree, and I think. The other, you know, interesting thing of it too is like if you're, if you're bringing them up this way and you're exposing all these different things, you're helping them build their own career. All these guys have to get into racing in general. You have to come from good money, but like building on their own career, yeah. like I would say to most, and maybe not just in Europe, but like in terms of like in the United States at least, like way more people know who Paolo is and um, why can't I think of his name right now? Award. Pedal Award, way more people know who they are probably in America than who Iowasa is. Yeah. Like, or these drivers that stay in F2 or F3 forever. Like, way more people know who they are. They're probably, I don't know how the contractor with this could be totally wrong, but like, 
they're probably making just as much, not more, as the F2 drivers are. And then with making media a lot deals more. and stuff, they're probably making way more out of that. They're making a lot more. Well, it's a, it's a peak of a sport yeah. in North in, America. In North America. So. Whereas F2 is under the pinnacle of, of F1. that. So you F1 are competing car. at the highest level, too, of a sport yeah. in IndyCar. But. Well... I think we need. I think it's about time to call it on yes, this episode. Yes, I just realized too we're in the. We're, we, we've we had a turn, whole lot of hot takes. We didn't turn the lights on in the room either, so we're just podcasting in the dark right it's, now. I mean, it's brought out the worst. <laughs> I mean, I think it's been a good. We we both had a couple hot takes. Um, we had some new theories of things that could be. I will say the taking over F one thing is ex- definitely very hot. The total thing, all that stuff. I cautiously will say though, it would be cool. I I said college because like that's what comes to mind because of football. It would be cool if they did some kind of. I know we have form or IndyCar and NASCAR here. It'd be cool if they had some kind of junior category in America. Like yeah. they have, um, like formula for like where you just race in Italy. They have one in like you know what I'm talking about. Like they I'm have the sure series. they. Yeah. It would be cool if they had a formula one that was like American based and it had a bunch of American drivers in it and like that could be a pipeline too. Yeah. F one. Yeah. There's a, there's a whole lot of things. Yeah end of the day you got to find money for all this stuff and only toto is the one pulling out <laughs> pulling out toto's the only one toto's gonna yeah it's your, <laughs> toto your, and lawrence. your taste gonna evolve into where toto and lawrence stroll own all of motor racing for the globe all motors uh, i mean they just <laughs> buy cars. every motor every company motor, every motor company is owned by <laughs> toto and lawrence stroll <laughs> all right all right um with that nonsense we will wrap this one up yes. uh we will be back with continuing. a yes we will be back with one more Break before Zanfort with a mid-season recap where we'll structurally go through everything and not get off the rails. But That sounds like a plan. Is that it? Yeah. All right. See you guys. Bye. Goodbye.